And thank you for receiving our transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Lumberdor. I've got to get off this train. <laughs> oh, no. And Doug. I think I would watch Hiroyuki Sonata read the phone book if he chopped it up with a katana after. I would do it. Oh, Like he reads man. a page, tears out a page, chops the page, continues. <laughs> I would, I would be that. on it. I'd be on. That's all I need in a movie. Yep. Oh, man. That guy's a legend. He's amazing. If I could sum up Bullet Train in one word, this movie is fun. David Leach makes an enjoyable action comedy that not only plays to the strengths of the story, but makes the best use of the actor's talents to deliver excellent performances. If you enjoy our discussion series and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting either our Patreon page or our website at ourbinetcake.com, liking, subscribing, and sharing the transmission with your friends. Be sure to join us next week for our discussion of the hit anime One Punch Man. One of the many things that I enjoyed about this film was how everything ties together at the end. And you mm -hmm. see even minor characters, they have their own sequence that justifies their presence in the story. Mm -hmm. And so a little of it's predictable here and there, but it's still enjoyable. It's not like just throwing it in there. It, it's enjoyable. This is not a particularly groundbreaking film in any way it's very stylish right. it's very fun i thought it honestly reminds me of another brad pitt film oceans 11 probably at its time with like how it's done but you know more massacre and death more more blood more blood we have like the ensemble cast right yeah and you have the quirky humor i i you have it and you got very good stylish music. i see some of what you're saying there yeah, yeah. I've seen it compared to Snatch and yeah. uh, Lockstock. And Snatch is the one I was thinking of. It's in that vein, I think. Yeah. I, I think you're right. In that vein. Right. I, I kept thinking Snatch. of Snatch during this. Yeah. Snatch and maybe a little Pulp Fiction, though this is maybe a little pop cornier than that. Yeah. I can't think. Is yeah. that a word? Yeah, I, I I'd say so, word. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as avant-garde. No, it has. Will. I, I think it has more of a general appeal to audiences than Pulp Fiction, Mac. Yes, that there you go. <laughs> I generally, too, like a good Brad Pitt movie where he plays kind of a a stupid kind of happenstance kind of character. I just, I just enjoy him in those films. That the movie just kind of happens around him. Worst written movie. The aspect of luck would be a hindrance. Yeah. As far as oh, this happens because. She's lucky. This happens because he's unlucky. That can get very tiring very quickly. I think that this movie does a very good job of balancing that. Mm -hmm. It's incorporated in a way that makes it entertaining rather than, mm -hmm. oh, well, we need this to happen. So it's because of his bad luck. Yeah. In a meaningful way. Yeah. It doesn't babysit you. It, it does it by showing it. Yes. Like yes. You kind of have to realize it along the way. Yeah. Because we're smart enough to figure that out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's not babysitting you it's not handing you everything that's that's one thing i really do enjoy about this movie they set it up and then they let it play let out. it go it's like a story it's weird mm -hmm. what no what <laughs> no i know what <laughs> this isn't a train to nowhere people interact with actual objects and people it's weird 
<laughs> I'm like, what is they going on? Great use of their environment. <laughs> this is like a movie or something. Yeah. It seems like he's have he's having fun with the character. Yeah, I that's what's fun about this movie. Great yeah. when an actor can. <laughs> he doesn't. When you see, he doesn't them, even want to be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even the the very first thing you hear in the movie that he's only there because someone called in sick. Even that yes. becomes significant, which yes. is great. That's what I, makes it I so much fun. That, actually, like I'd forgotten by that point later in the movie about the calling in sick thing and that ties back around into it <laughs> so and it's good wait it's i'm so not great when that's when that hits back around <laughs> oh, he has like a stomach thing i just love he's sitting there trying to convince this guy not to shoot him and he's just like look he's like if it's any consolation he is he's just kind of a dick he's not even that good at his job you know it's just he's trying <laughs> everything a lazy a lazy assassin <laughs> <laughs> he's lazy <yes. laughs> And from what I understand, the cameo that Ryan Reynolds has as Carver, this assassin that called in sick, is a thank you cameo for Brad Pitt being cast in his cameo in Deadpool 2. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that, that's an insane movie, Deadpool 2. Anyway, yeah. that one was. Because that was the one he was parachuting, completely right? bonkers. Yeah, the, the parachute. And, and you, yes. Yeah, he's, he's invisible. You don't realize that it's Brad Pitt yes. until he gets electrocuted. Yeah, and until he gets, gets killed. <laughs> oh that was fun. That was so fun. good. So the individual characters, I think, are much more enjoyable than the overall story. The, the story, I think, is interesting. I know that it's based on the 2010 novel Maria Beetle, titled as Bullet Train in the UK and US edition, written by Kotaro Isaka and translated by Sam Melissa. And it's the second novel in Isaka's Hitman trilogy, of which the first novel was previously adapted as the 2015 Japanese film Grasshopper. I've heard of that. I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it, actually. The idea is bonkers. Just all of these hitmen and assassins run into each other and cause havoc for each other. And everybody's trying to figure out what's going on and why. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And the characters themselves are great. You have mm -hmm. Brad Pitt's character, who's just getting back into the job after being away for a while, dealing with his anxiety. Simon <laughs> therapy, yes. Yeah. It's a window. Oh, wait, no, it's a door. <laughs> Can't remember the metaphors. Oh, this movie is full of metaphors, too, which it's it's great just tying in with all the different action that's going on. Oh, especially yeah. you get to this the stuff with the. Uh, I think it was Lemon. He kept you know using all the train metaphors. The Thomas the Tank Engine. And then, yes. And then not only is he accurate, but then it comes into play later in the movie when he drives the train. He's like, it's metaphors <laughs> for human life. It doesn't teach you how to drive a train. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's this big hulking psychopathic Englishman that just indiscriminately kills. And he's like, you know, you're a Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> you're a Percy. It's great. <laughs> I like too that he just kept putting stickers on people. Oh, that's the yes. guy. Like, oh, great! You know, I always have my his, sticker his book. Brother. Yeah, I was calling him out <laughs> yeah. to bring his sticker book. And even the stupid sticker book ties into the plot later. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Because he gets the sticker on the evil. Um, I think they called her the prince. Oh yeah, the, um, the schoolgirl. Yeah. Or yeah, masquerading as a schoolgirl. Russian British which, school girl, which I thought was what's going on there, was very clever. How she goes about, oh, and just hated her guts by the through, end through manipulation oh, yeah. and blackmail. She's not as physically imposing as anybody else. She can't 
out punch or she can't pick up lemon and throw him off the train or anything like that like any of the other guys can so she plays mm-hmm. to her strengths which is very so she's smarter than all of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as far as characters go like she is she's on top of it i loved lemon's reaction to her as well because just complimenting her like how good she is yeah <laughs> oh you got a tear going that's great man you must have been practicing hard that's what <laughs> I think he steals the scene in just about every scene that he's in. Oh, he's fantastic. He and Ta- Lemon and Tangerine, I yes. think, are the walk away. Oh, he was great, too. I'm characters. blanking on his name. It's the dude from Kick-Ass. Yeah, it is. I'm blanking on he's his name. Quicksilver but yeah. and Kick-Ass. And yeah, and he's Quicksilver and, and Ultron. He's great in this, I thought. I thought he did a very Aaron good job. Aaron Perry Taylor Johnson. Too many names. That's it, mm-hmm. Aaron. <laughs> I can only handle two names. I Aaron zone Taylor out after, <laughs> after two. I... <laughs> I'm sorry. What is this home improvement? Keep all your names to yourself. Yeah. But you know, it is. They're doing all this quippy stuff, but then like he hits rage mode and like smashes the windshield of the train in. Yes. Like he's it's a really big performance all over the place. And he's mm-hmm. he's just awesome. With that, like there are a great many comic book elements that come into play, like smashing through the window of a train traveling however many hundred miles an hour leaping and totally. landing on the train to yeah. first off <laughs> first it's off. very it's very comic booky yeah mm-hmm. yeah even all the title cards that are or whatever that, that pop up to name a character feels like a real comic book uh-huh. kind of moment you know like yeah. those, the those hornet neon, you know pulpy thing. yeah it's it, the, the style is pulpy that's it's the word great. i'm looking for it's a very pulp kind of thing oh yeah they're very mm-hmm. very much so the hornet too i liked hers where Hers was a little more subtle throughout. Um, she had like a catchphrase, you know, feel, feel oh, the yeah. sting. <laughs> <laughs> I was he like, she just said a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, and she's dressed up as this character. She has yes. this mascot suit on the train the whole time. <laughs> so great. Nobody. Now, knows- I kept. I kept wanting that to be another assassin in there as more kept getting revealed. I'm like, there's got to be one <laughs> please, in that suit. Please be evil secretly. <laughs> that whole sequence felt like very Jackie Chan fight scene to me with like the needles in his hand. He just pulls it out and stabs it in her. Uh-huh. And she's going for the antidote and he just grabs it and sticks it in his neck. He's like, well, you have another one, right? You'll be okay. She's like, I only brought one. He's, Why'd you only bring one? You should really plan ahead. <laughs> You should really have a blanket, water, and everything else. (laughs) But it had a real like slapstick. All the fights had like a slapstick element. I felt like, oh yeah, um, almost to them, which which was cool. I mean, that was interesting, especially with Brad Pitt when he's trying to talk through reason. (laughs) Not yeah, (laughs) he's trying to talk through the conflict. (laughs) <laughs> while uh, while he's defending himself and while he's beating the fight with the wolf still... was amazing <laughs> <laughs> the knife flips off and sticks at the guy he's like would you look at that straight through the cell phone that that's <laughs> technology for you that's a great bit too where he yes. keeps he keeps losing the cell phone and so he picks up you know the next assassin that he fights he picks up their cell phone and, and calls his yep. handler again and is trying to work through this crisis that he now has to deal with <laughs> i like too that he he uh i think he ended up talking to the father and he was telling him about some some great app he just learned about about a find your phone app or something oh yes it's <laughs> surprisingly accurate <laughs> There's some great tongue-in-cheek moments, especially with the combat that is 
so over the top. I think that's what I enjoyed the most about it because you don't get a lot of that um, with a lot of big action movies. Like this really felt like a lot of some Edgar Wright's movies where you get a lot of action, but there's that tongue in cheek to it as well. Um, but you really don't lose any of the story or any of the personality of the characters. That's true. Also, you can understand what's going on because it isn't just shaky cam everywhere. Yes, that mm-hmm. too. Just, <laughs> just you know, the camera jiggling all over the place to make it seem chaotic when, you know, and it could have easily since they're already graphic right? well. They could yeah. have done that heavily, but luckily they did not. I love the amount of uh, time given to ordering the sparkly water. <laughs> and then he didn't even have money to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I do love this assassin's code between all of them where they have to stop fighting to blend in to whatever's around them as someone passes through the when train. When an cars. innocent comes through. Yeah, and... an innocent comes through. Yeah. And I noticed the uh, ticket taker was um, Hero from uh, Heroes. Yes. Which I hadn't seen him in anything in a while. Sassy ticket taker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did enjoy how Brad Pitt's character, Ladybug, how he's working through all these, you know, from going from crisis to crisis. Um, this is supposed to be just a simple pick up the briefcase, get off the train job. Yeah. And it is so complicated and so convoluted with all with everybody else, all the other assassins and their interest in this briefcase and what's going on, why the briefcase is there in the first place, what's in the briefcase, all this different stuff, and how he decides to reframe it from how he's always had bad luck and it's terrible yes. to uh, maybe it's good luck now because he survives all this stuff. Everything that happens you know, works out in the end. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And then the the father's description to him of what a ladybug means, <laughs> its reaction to well, that's a crap deal, man. I didn't, I didn't yeah. sign up for this. <laughs> I don't want to take on the seven sorrows of the world. <laughs> I, yeah. I liked even before that. He's like, "You ready for a story?" He's like, "Nope, no, nope, it's nope. a short nope. story." No, I really, I'm good. You don't have to. Okay. It's cool. really short. Cool. Nope. I really think it's going to benefit you. And he just goes. Anyway. <laughs> it's just a fun movie. It's enjoyable and it's entertaining. And it does something too, where it, it keeps the, um, it basically keeps it all in one set piece. I mean, it's, it's on the train the whole time. And some mm-hmm. movies it's, that's not enjoyable. This was because they used it in the correct way. They, carried the action and the comedy together from car to car and telling a little bit piece of everyone's story along with that. Like some, I don't remember what it was. I think it was that remake of Pelham one, two, three or something a few years back, like with uh, Denzel and John oh, Denzel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It wasn't enjoyable. This was. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, like you're saying, like they had the little character vignettes. It was a way to break out of the setting of the train while still mm-hmm. keeping everything, like the main story within the train. Now, I think this was, this was like filmed during COVID, right? During the, it was like two sound stages, small set. And the cards all had a cool look. Like the one with the mascot had like the crazy neon, you know? Oh, and then yeah. You like had the luxury quiet one. And then you had the one with the bar at the back where he just kept stacking bodies every time he got a new body. <laughs> I like to. But they used it very well. 
they all had a pose. Yes, he, they had to have a good pose where he, you know, didn't look like he was stabbed. The shushing lady on the quiet train. That one, that one got me. <laughs> Every time. We all know that shushing lady. Yes. <laughs> we all have a shushing lady in our life. <laughs> trying to do my crossword. Would you stop? They look back at her and wave and smile and, you know, the more bloody and the more. Yeah. That's one thing I I did notice that I really enjoyed, you know, as much as they they're trying to blend in and not cause notice to themselves that no one really acknowledges any of their cuts or scrapes. No one's acknowledging their blood or anything. The only Mm -hmm. time I really noticed anything was Channon Tatum's character is he commented on the way uh what's his name walked his his power walk yeah <laughs> he's got a good walk i also like uh you know like some of the small touches like um the water bottle the way the water bottle gets its moment oh yeah, yeah. the water bottle has its own vignette <laughs> the way somehow the water bottle travels onto the train gets the sleeping powder winds up rolling to the sun so he can beam it off the mob boss's head it's just like the little moments like that like i enjoy how it's frenetic like that, but something even that small has sort of like a thorough put. And like you say, it's not profound. It's just kind of cool, right? It's yeah. just like cool yeah. and fun. <laughs> I like it. I like that kind of detail where everything ties together like that. And it made me laugh. So especially when he beamed yes. it off the dude's head. It's like, yes. it's like what's he going to do with it? Just chuck it at him. Wow. It's great. This is one I'd kind of like to see some more like uh, behind the scenes stuff, just some of the cho- uh, cho- choreography and to see, really just behind the scenes with uh, like bloopers and stuff because you've got a really you know there's good... some ad living going on oh yeah you've got a really good cast here of what they're supposed to be bit. doing in the middle of all of this this really planned out fight scene in in close quarters but then you've got really really funny people too yeah and i think brad pitt did most of his stunts and stuff oh yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, too. and, and so, the dude's in his, cool. how old is he now? He's 60s something. I say he's getting up there now, yeah. He is, oh yeah, he's he's 59 currently. What? Man, he's still moving yeah. it like Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he can hold his own against, you know, all these younger guys and, and girls. In the Ric Flair biopic, he can play him in, in, the, in the later years. <laughs> yes. There you go. I mean, well done, Brad Pitt. Styling and profiling. Sandra Bullock with her, her voiceover work. Because you don't see her, but for like five seconds at the end of the movie, but her voiceover was uh-huh. really good too. Because a lot of times that's kind of just lost in movies like this. But yeah, she, she was very professional warm. too. Really this. good. Oh yeah, great yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. No, this one definitely gets a recommend for me. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, oh yeah, Saltus, because I had a, a lot of fun just turning off my brain and enjoying it for a little while. It's been a long, it's Monday, It's but it's, it's been a long week. <laughs> I agree. So it was nice to watch this. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you and good night. So I was in my second grade class today, and um, one of my ADHD kids was wiggling with the table, and I was like, what you doing? Leave it alone. And he's like, oh, this is poking out. I'm like, 
all right, let me look at it. And part of the leg was coming apart. It was like, well, move back. So they all moved their chairs back. And it's like, okay, I think I can fix it if I flip the table on its side and poke this part of the leg back through the hole. In theory, it was going to work. But I flipped the table <laughs> to this side and the whole frame came off of the, the nice little plastic table. And at the beginning of my second grade class today. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It went really well with our lessons where we were uh, drawing our own robots and then doing a sketch of them and then had to figure out how to build them. So my robot was a table. That was a real Brad Pitt bad luck situation right there. It, yeah. 